you so much for being here today. And thank you for being, you know, part of the community, bringing your voice. Everything that you've done is so inspiring. And I just, I love what you've been doing, not just in your life, because obviously you're an inspiration as it stands right now, because you're a pilot, you're a Guinness World Record holder, you're a martial artist, um, and you haven't let anything hold you back, but you're also building a mission to create and impact others just like you. So tell us a little bit about Jessica. Well, I, that's a, a lot to ask, I guess, how short or how long, because I could go on and about myself. Um, but just to kind of give everyone an idea, I was born without both of my arms. And since day one, I think I was blessed with some amazing parents that really set the precedent for me to make sure that I was successful, that I had the right attitude. And despite this very obvious difference, succeed in the world because um, I started to adapt to using my feet at a very tender age of probably even before I can remember, probably a year old. I didn't have the arms and hands there, so I started to naturally adapt to using my toes and feet as I gesticulate with them right now as I'm um, expressing myself talking to all of you. It's so natural. So the whole natural ability to use my feet uh, followed me throughout my life and everything I've done. And I know you kind of posted up some of the things that I did uh, that are a lot more shocking to, to the average person, the fact that I became the first armless pilot and the fact that I practice Taekwondo on a regular basis and uh, those things that I don't even think twice about because it's my normal. Um, but I have had a, a, a journey to get there because it did take me longer than the average person. And uh, the journey of acceptance was a process for me as well. No, I, I love it. I mean, it's it's a hard thing to accept what we're meant to be in life for normal people and and what you've got going on is just fantastic your story your ambition i love your ambition i love the background you know being a pilot and being a martial artist and then you've got your your documentary that you've got that was an award-winning documentary and a book and i just everything you've got is so empowering and we're part of a business community here so you know my, I'm bringing this community together with the team over here at GoDaddy, and we're so thankful that, that you're here speaking to us about, you know, how you've thought about approaching your life and how you're impacting others to think about approaching them, you know, their their thoughts and their fears and their capabilities. So, you know, I, I would love to have the GoDaddy team that's here introduce themselves so that they can share, you know, why they're here to support you and make sure that you feel committed to as a community member, and uh, and then we'll get to to talking about your story and your journey with the Right Footed Foundation, if that's all right. That would be wonderful. I'll go first. Hi, my name is Jonathan. Um, I work on the uh, GoDaddy uh, brand social media team. Uh, so my day usually involves talking to customers, building uh, engagement strategies around how we talk to people, either in social comments or at events. And we, you know, we, we meet I, I talk to people who have all different kinds of businesses and have all different kinds of ambitions and things in life. And what makes me so excited about our meetups every single week is that it's almost like I get to take those smaller engagements that I have every day and have like a, a larger 30 minute conversation with someone very interesting who I get to learn so much more about. So I'm really excited to have you on today. Um, I think you have so much to say about uh, just ambition and you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, I feel like they it's, it's such a risk, right, to launch a business and to really follow your dream. And I feel like you've already, you've done that five times over. So I can't wait to hear more from you about how you sort of um, built your, uh, um, built your core around being able to do those things. Great. Thanks, Jonathan. 
And I am Jesse Wilson. I am uh, part of the brand community team. Um, Jonathan and I are on the same team, basically, but we have different functions. Uh, I work with, uh, typically, Rachel McCool is here. She's not able to be here today, but uh, I work with her and uh, I work with, uh, I primarily, I do a lot of uh, customer facing stuff, but also a lot of back end things to manage platforms and stuff like that. But super excited to, to be here to meet you today. Uh, I, I think your story is just super, I mean, super inspirational. I mean, uh, I'm sure you probably heard that once before uh, from somebody, but, uh, you know, I, I think GoDaddy's all about um, empowering people to do what they want to do to, to follow their dream. And I mean, you, you exemplify that in a, in a really great way. So glad to be here. Thanks, Jesse. No, and uh, I'll introduce myself if I hadn't done that already. My name is Adam Griggs. I'm just your moderator today. I'm the co-founder of a startup called Clarify. And I'm just, I'm so privileged to, to know Jessica and to be able to work with her. You know, the theme of what we do here is community. It always has been. It's, it's stories that we share to impact and empower and enable everyone. And Jessica, your story is just so fantastic, but it's not just your story as it stands, right? Now it's kind of evolving into you creating your own community and your own following. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about how, how that's starting to come to life. Well, I actually was um, growing up without arms. I, for the longest time, felt I was the only one. And one day, um, my mom's friend calls up our house. This is back when we had landline phones. <laughs> we don't have those anymore. But um, they, my friend, my mom's friend calls us up and says, you need to turn on the television right now. So I go over the TV and I turn on the television. And sure enough, there's a story about a woman who lost her arms at the age of three, but she adapted to using her feet. She had two boys. She was married. She uh, was living a very happy life. And in that instant, I realized that no, that I was not al alone and that she was out there in the world and that I could connect with someone. And it transformed my life to recognize that I can do anything. If she's a mom, she's married, she has these beautiful kids, then I could do anything. And I wanted to replicate that same experience that changed my life to do the same for others. And I said, let's create a nonprofit called Right Footed Foundation International. Right footed because I am right footed. And it also is intended to mean getting people on the right foot. Um, and I started that nonprofit with the intent of connecting people around the world who share the similar um, similar um, difference of being born without arms or being uh, or lost losing a limb at some point in their life um, with a special focus on children because I know that makes a tremendous impact and to mentor educate advocate and inspire and it has been a wonderful five years now uh, we've reached a lot of people I've been able to uh, use an airplane as a very symbolic uh, uh, representation that the sky is not the limit and to be able to fly this plane to places to really advocate for the message that disability is not inability and it's been a wonderful journey and so happy to share it here with all of you in your community at GoDaddy. Yeah thank you I I didn't know that you were impacted by somebody else as an example that you know that kind of led to your inspiration that's that's a fantastic piece of the puzzle for a lot of people because so often we find ourselves feeling trapped or alone in our own fears and our own thoughts about moving forward. And when you saw somebody else living a life that's fulfilling and happy and it created that spark inside of you, not only did you run with it, 
you've embodied it and you've you've created this momentum where you're going to impact others and i love that i love the the message that disability is not inability i just that's fantastic jessica thank you it's it's really you know it is a message that continues uh, it, it needs spreading throughout the world because unlike here, you know, in the United States where I was born and raised, we have a lot of protections in place for people with disabilities. But when you step outside the United States, you really realize, and I think I, I recognize this uh, at a very early age, that there are so many stigmas out there that prevent people with disabilities from doing some of the basics, like getting an education. Um, many places I've been in the world where people with disabilities are kept hidden at home. Um, and it's the unfortunate reality. Uh, some people don't think that people with disabilities can get married in other countries around the world. And these are um, the realities of people who are experiencing this every single day. And it really brings home the message to me that this is this advocacy needs to continue and needs to continue however, whatever means we can. Virtually is a wonderful way to, to get it out there because we're all connected uh, virtually and through, through the um, internet. And it's been a passion, uh, a passion of mine, and now, and it, and it will continue to. to I, I hope it continues, and because I think we've all known, and all of you, uh, Jonathan, Jesse, Greg, and I know you, or Adam, sorry, you. I know you guys have someone in your life who has a disability, uh, because you know, one in five people will have a disability at some point in their lifetime. Yeah, it's very real, and it reaches all of us, and and in different ways, and that's the part that's meaningful about what you said, reaching anybody you can albeit in person or virtually, because at the end of the day, seeing somebody else make stride and have an example in their life on showing that they are capable and they can rise to the occasion and you can have a business and you can impact others, that's valuable and that's important. And what you're doing is valuable and important. And I love that because you're right. We all, we all are affected by one way or another with friends, family, and, and relatives. That's true. The business aspect, I like that you brought that up, Adam, because uh, the business of being an entrepreneur it, and being uh, successful at it now for 15 years, um, aside from the nonprofit that I've started five years ago, but that whole entrepreneurial side, the business side, that means that you can, you can succeed uh, with any ability uh, as an entrepreneur, as someone who starts their own business or starts an idea that can impact lives. And for me, I think as someone who has uh, was born without arms and has been able to survive as a business owner for 15 years, um, especially in the last year that we've all been challenged with, um, I think it, it, it says that anyone has this capability to succeed, to run a business and to find what their strength is and have that strength, uh, give it out to the world and provide a service that no, no one else can do. Yeah, I have a passion for positivity. And last year was like this crazy, overwhelming moment where everything that you read online was like negative and overbearing and the world was just on everyone's shoulders. And we were all in the same storm. And I love, I love that you continued to share your mission and your journey and you're very open about the fact that you are you are a speaker you're out there to impact people it is your livelihood and it's your business and that's that's great because if you can do something that pays you for your passion you should always pursue that and you sharing your story is impactful to so many people that may have that very same feeling that desire burning in their hearts and they have not had anyone tell them yet directly it's okay pursue it 
pursue it however you'd like to. If you want to go out and do speaking engagements or be online and do conferences, this is fantastic. I Yes, it's so true. Right around March, April, uh, when we were all hit with um, all the challenges in our own personal way, uh, whether it was business, family, or, or whatever it was, um, I recognized that me being out in the world was especially important. And I wanted to just get the positivity out there because I knew that this was this negative impact was going to affect so many people. So that's when I started doing daily videos on my YouTube, on my um, my Facebook, and and I was doing live videos just to really help people in whatever way that I could, because I wanted to um, take take my position as someone who people are inspired by and, and continue to pump that inspiration, the motivation out into the world in a world that really needed it. And so I felt like my, I felt I was going to rise to the challenge of doing whatever I could to enhance my presence um, on, on social media, on uh, on the internet and um, and doing a lot of Zoom meetings as well. So I could do motivational Zoom um messages to companies and nonprofits and associations because there was such a there I felt like there was such a, a battle there between the negativity and the, and the positivity and I wanted to to shine through as best as, as possible and I turned my whole motivational speaking into a, a virtual platform that um, real I realized that it's not just about getting on stage in front of thousands of people and inspiring them for a single event but it's about inspiring them in whatever means possible. If that's a Facebook Live video, if it's LinkedIn or whatever it is, um, it's important to continue to, to have that positive influence that we all can be a part of. Um, and I did my best and continue to and will continue to do that. Hey, you're doing a great job. I gotta, I gotta just say, you know, there's, there's a saying that they say, you can't do all the good in the world, but the world needs all the good you can do, right? And so the fact is we are only so capable amongst ourselves, but what you're doing, building your brand and being online and being visible is allowing people to feel connected. And when people feel connected, they feel empowered and they want to perpetuate and build not just what you're doing and sharing what you're doing, they want to be a part of it. And that's gonna to lead to other people feeling inspired and wanting to share their stories. And they're gonna impact so many families and so many children, and it's gonna, it's going to take over the world. So I appreciate that. And I, I love your perspective, Jonathan. I just had to, I just had to chime in because it, it struck such a chord with me to think about how you just like every other, you know, business owner or, you know, small business owner, blogger, whatever it was, had to adapt last year. They all had to adapt right on a, right on a diamond. I, I'm so, I'm so grateful that you made it a point to not only adapt, but to be so present with people on live on social media, because I feel like that's such a scary thing for so many people is I have to just, I just have to adapt to something that I'm not used to or something that I'm not built to. And there aren't a lot of people who can speak to things like that with such authenticity um, than you. I feel like you have had so many instances in your life that you have adapted and you have just said, nope, I can do this. I can do whatever this is. This is, this has changed and I'm going to, I'm going to do it either way. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get this done. And to have this whole year happen where I found myself so many times just being like, oh, I can't do this. This is too hard. This is, it's new. It's scary, whatever it might be. And to, to just, to have someone who is so, so experienced in, positivity and in 
making those successes happen. I think I, I think you you have had probably more of an impact this year with people than, you know, it's, it, it might be hard to measure, but I think you've impacted so many people that you might not even know of, right? Those ones that just tuned into your live stream for 30 seconds and then hopped out again. They just, you know, they jumped in and they went, oh my God, okay, that's what I needed. I just needed to be reminded that I can do hard things. I can adapt to, and I can get it done. And I think whether it's a pandemic we're facing or it's you know the before time and you're just trying to start a business, like there's such a mindset that so many people get into of I can't do it. And it's it's so remarkable to hear from so Adam, I know Adam's one of these people too, who's incredibly positive, but it's so incredible to keep hearing over and over again, I can do it and I did do it. Cause that is such, that is, that is I almost think of that as almost an inhuman way to think about things because I feel like most people, I'm rambling a little bit, oh my God, but I feel like <laughs> most people have those insecurities or most people have, and they, they, they're really big, right? They build up and there's a, it's a big hurdle to get over, but to be so practiced in just being like, nope, I'm gonna do this. Nope, I'm gonna accomplish this. I set my mind to it, I'm gonna do it. I, I, I think there's such a potency there and I'm gonna make sure to tune into more of these, these live streams coming up. I, I really do, I, I can't imagine how many people you've impacted with with your messaging over the past year. Oh, thank you so much, Jonathan. I loved how you put that because it's so true that we get into this rut and we, I mean, even, I mean, I'm, I'm human as well. So I, I have those moments yeah. of, you know, oh, uh, this is gonna be too hard or this is overwhelming. And we have to sometimes just uh, really break it down and break it down and make the, those achievable steps possible and one little step closer to your goal is will end up leading to all these other steps you have more momentum and then you get something done that maybe initially came across as intimidating and that that whole methodology of, of breaking it down is something that I had to uh, have when I was adapting as a young child and now I teach that as a speaker and as a, as a seminar uh, and my seminars is, is breaking down the challenge and I have the saying think outside the shoe because it's just my unique take on think outside the box yeah. and you mentioned it you know adapting and really that's a huge part of it is shifting the way you see any challenge or any obstacle mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely that it exactly exactly it, it really is a, a very special message that you're able to to provide for people and i think that it's it is like now nowadays more than ever it is so important to have people like you who are using their voices to inspire people with whatever it might you know whatever their hurdles might be whatever whether it's business or just you know overall confidence or even just <laughs> going going back out into the world and feeling like i can do this like it is i feel like there is such a the word I keep thinking of is potency. There's such a potency there. And I, I, I really am so grateful that you've, you've used your platform to share this message. And I, I encourage you to continue to do it as much as you can. I will for sure. I plan to. I, I love your journey so far. And going back to what you said, when you're doing your, your speaking engagements and you're challenging people to break it down to more of a simple message where you're coming, you're overcoming the small challenges that lead up to the big challenge, right? Which is creating your identity and creating your brand and and really challenging yourself. I, I love that. Tell us a little bit about how that goes with your with your speaking engagements. Do you do you do that um, specifically to small businesses? Are you doing that amongst communities? And, and tell us a little bit about how you do those in the workshop. Okay, so it's it's so um, funny because when I first started speaking, I was fresh out of college, 
and I knew I just wanted to do it all. And I think that anyone who takes on a challenge wants to just do it all right away and, and get successful at it. But it's really a journey and it's enjoying the journey and the process. So it wasn't like I could become a motivational speaker overnight. I had to start by speaking in small locations as a volunteer speaker, um, whether it was like the Toastmasters group where you learn how to hone your speaking skills or whether it was a volunteer gig at a, a Rotary Club locally. And then it starts to build on itself. And that's true with any challenge that um, every single one of us has some kind of challenge and we want to do it all at once. But it's about being patient, enjoying the journey. And then eventually, you know, years into it, you'll be surprised when you look back and realize, I remember when, and that was me. I remember when I volunteered and spoke at a nursing home um, to a group of uh, people at dinner. And here I am now speaking in the Opera House in Tel Aviv, Israel, um, for a TED event, TEDx event. And it's just, it's, it's a wonderful process at, to be able to get up on stage. And it takes a lot of courage for anyone to get on stage. But uh, you learn how being up there is not about me. It's never been about me. It's about every single person watching. In the same way what this event is about right now, it's about uh, providing someone something that they can use for their own life to uh, enhance their life in a way. And so when I get up on stage, I recognize that at the beginning, this is not about me. And when I get up there and I share my story, I share what I've gone through to, uh, for example, I start off with the story of, of uh learning on my first day of flight training that there were going to be a lot of challenges and the first thing I started off with was putting on my headset and I broke two headsets in the process trying just figuring out how I could just put a headset on my head something the student pilots don't think about so um when I share this message out there I think it it, it makes their own impossibilities reality because I help them shift their lens of how they see an obstacle, how they see a difficulty. And that's what I want to constantly be a reminder of is that they can achieve their own impossible. No, I, I love it. I love, I love your journey and your voice. And it's, it's funny how so often, and I work with small business owners all the time. And so often they come to me and they, they're overwhelmed with options, right? They're overwhelmed with options, which is kind of what you said. And it's really, they're overwhelmed with opportunity. It's opportunity to do anything they want. And you're challenging people to think of that mindset, but allowing them to break it down to the small steps, right? The, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And I love you. I love that you're doing it through stories. Stories are so impactful. I mean, obviously you just shared with us, you didn't wake up one day and all of a sudden have an Amazon, you know, award-winning documentary about your life. You started by sharing your voice, sharing your inspiration and sharing your journey whether it be at your local Rotary Club or at a Veterans Affair or overseas in Tel Aviv. And, and those things all compound. And when they compound, success shows up. And when it shows up, you have to show up with it. And I love that. Yes, it's, it's so true. It's that uh, whole law of attraction. You put it out there. And it's incredible in the ways that other opportunities will come about. If you put that same attitude, that right attitude, the positive attitude, and open to opportunity. That's something that you mentioned, and I love that aspect of being open to it because there are opportunities everywhere. Um, but some of us shut out those opportunities, whether it's an internal voice. Um, I used to say shoe. When I say think outside the shoe, shoe represents S, self-limiting beliefs, H, habits, O, overcomplication, 
and E, excuses. And so sometimes we shut out our opportunities and instead of recognizing that everything's an opportunity, and I love that you brought that up because it's it's just the way you approach it. Yeah, no, it, it is, and it's the mindset. And opportunity doesn't have to mean that you're going to take on everything that comes across your path either. You have the opportunity to say no if it's not right for you. You know, you have the opportunity to to know your brand, know your worth, and know your value, and that's exciting. I love that. Um, Share with us what's coming up for you in, in the near future. You know, talk to us about what you've got going on in the in the horizon. Well, you know, I am nonstop, <laughs> literally. Uh, I'm a nonstop person, and I just have this recent uh, challenge. Um, my nonprofit I mentioned earlier was it's called Right Footed Foundation International, and about two years ago, a very generous pilot uh, donated his airplane to the nonprofit. And so we wanted to use this airplane to get the message out there because he knew how important it was. And in the last two, three weeks, we realized that there was corrosion on this airplane engine. And corrosion is a complete no-no for flying. Um, and I know for those who are not maybe mechanically inclined, like myself, I've had to learn a lot about mechanics of an airplane. Um, but corrosion is something you do not want on your engine anywhere. So we had to completely stop our efforts and our uh, work that we wanted to do with bringing this airplane across the country. Uh, just for reference, it cruises at about 90 miles per hour because it's a vintage airplane. It's an old plane. Um, uh, we were going to take it across the country, stop at a camp for children missing limbs, 200 children born or, miss, or who have lost their limbs. We were going to stop there and inspire them with this airplane. And then we had this uh, setback in the last two weeks. And so we have essentially stopped everything we're doing to try and figure out what do we need to do to get this plane back in the air. Um, and just yesterday, I found out the part that needs to be replaced. It's called the camshaft. I don't really know much more than what it is, but uh, the camshaft is critical in the engine. And, and I got that uh, per, we found someone who is is going to mail the camshaft off and, and other parts of this engine. So that's what we have been working on is getting back into the air so we can bring this airplane and continue to inspire children with disabilities and um, eventually get enough hours under my belt so that I can take people flying um, in uh, with the nonprofit. I, ha I can take one, ma one passenger at a, at a time, which is what my certification as a sport pilot allows but um for a nonprofit, i have to have a certain number of hours under my belt so that's what we're working toward is getting uh using aviation as inspiration and that's what's um keeping us pretty preoccupied in the last uh, last couple weeks i can't believe somebody donated their airplane that's so cool i mean corrosion or not it's that's that's pretty cool um, <laughs> yes very generous i have to thank tim treat for that because he was so, I mean, he called me up one day and says, I want you to have my plane. I'm like, are you kidding me? And overnight, I had to learn how to have an airplane. It's not as easy as it may sound. You didn't just park it in your driveway. You got to find a hangar for it. You have to get insurance for it. You have to have a mechanic look it over. It was such a learning process. Yeah, that's, and that's a great example right there. You've got this idea. You want to go and inspire people literally in front of their eyes with aviation in, in this plane and bring other kids into your world and, and their capabilities and somebody who made a good deed donated to you and there was there was challenges but you're rising to the occasion and you've got a team and you're not letting that get you down you're not letting that you know stop you i love that 
Yes, thank you. And I will continue to do my speaking, however, uh, whatever ways I can get it out there, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, which I'm having my first in-person event in a solid year um, in two weeks. So I'm very fortunate for that and happy that uh, we're, we're kind of, um, you know, I'm fully vaccinated and, and a lot of people are starting to move forward with um, some in-person events. Some other events are remaining virtual. But I will continue to, to get that message and speak and, and, and share for uh, conferences and, and um, in-person events. Yeah, that's so fantastic. You know, any way that we can support you, Jessica, let us know. I know you've got speaking engagements all over the world and you're very busy um, traveling and just connecting with people. So one of the things we love to do is create the, the feeling of community. You're part of our community. You sharing your story today, people are going to embrace it. They're going to feel empowered by it and, and they're going to want to challenge themselves to rise to the occasion and challenge themselves to support you on your journey. So any way that we can support you, definitely let us know. If you've got upcoming speaking engagements, post it in the community, share with us. If you've got anything that's coming out that's a workshop specific for kids or families on, on how to overcome their own obstacles or to challenge themselves to be more empathetic, you know, things like that. Talk to us about that. I love it. I, I Oh, that's beautiful. Can I mention something since you brought up empathy? I have to talk about this a little because um, this is another passion of mine is really getting the word out there on the advocacy side of things. And I have this acronym called ACCEPT and it's acknowledge, communicate, consider, empathy and not pity, people first language and trust. And that is uh, a message that I like to uh, bring to people who maybe have an encounter with someone who has a disability or someone who's different and they're just stunned by it. They don't know what to do. Um, the first thing to do is just acknowledge the person, acknowledge your curiosities and uh, recognize that that person's uh, very much a human being and wants to be, um, the, the, way, the reason I have to come up with acknowledge is because a lot of times when people see someone with a disability and I've experienced this my whole life, is the moment their eyes uh, see the person with a disability, they look the other way. It's because of their own um, insecurities and their, their uncertainties and fear and, and not sure how to handle this. How, how do I stare at this person? Is it, is it's wrong to stare? So I need to look the other way. And then, then the person with a disability or the person with a difference feels like they're invisible. Um, and uh, that's, but then staring is, is not appropriate either. So what's the balance? So it's to acknowledge the person. C is for communication, uh, before assuming someone needs help. Because, you know, you see someone without arms, you immediately think, oh, you know, I got to open that door for her. But it's best to always ask the question, would you like me to open the door for you? Or would you like me to help you with something? So if we ever see someone who's different or has a disability or looks like maybe they're struggling, it's best to ask the question per first before making the assumption. And then the other C is for consider. Consider meaning basically do exactly what you would uh, want to, however you would want to be treated. Um, a lot of times people with disabilities, people with differences, uh, feel like they're, uh, people uh, do a lot of condescending things or say a lot of condescending things. So being considerate is important and empathy and not pity, that's pretty straightforward because uh, I know what it's like my whole life people have pitied me and not recognizing or realizing the whole story that I can use my feet like hands and that I've done these things. And um, so empathy is, is more powerful than pity. 
And so that's why that's empathy. And then P is for people first language. And that's recognizing the person before the diagnosis or the person before the disability. And that people first language empowers and addresses the, first, the person first. And then the last letter is T for trust, trusting that the person with a disability, the person with a difference is their own best advocate. If they say they've got it, they have got it. If they've figured out a way to do something, it might look like it's a struggle, but they have their own system and we have to trust that they can do that for themselves. So that's why I, I'm thank you for that opportunity to kind of share that little acronym for anyone out there who's ever had an encounter. They're not sure what to do. I love it. Thank you for the share. Thank you for giving us the visual and the backstory too. And, and I love that you end it with trust. I feel like trust, it, it, it often is at the end of the list, but it's one of the most powerful you know, things that we can do because we have to go through the processes of getting to know people and allowing them into our world. And when we do that, it always ends in trust. And the trust is the hardest thing to build to the easiest thing to break, right? And I, I have to share a story with you. I have a client who I've, I, they've, they've been a client for probably four years now, four or five years. And his business was actually booming in 2019. It was, it was expanding. And in 2020, travel stopped. And I didn't have the availability to really connect with him like I wanted to because he was in a different time zone. And he was restricted. So we got on a call and we talked about his plans and, and where he was going to expand the business. And he told me that he had to let me go because his caregivers were there and they needed to take care of stuff. And I, I didn't like I didn't know what to say. <laughs> what do you mean caregivers? Do I ask that question? What's going on? Well, it turns out he's paraplegic and he, he runs this large home health care organization from his wheelchair. And I never knew, like I never knew. And, and I felt guilty because I wanted to give him kudos for doing that. But then do you give somebody kudos for doing what other people do and, you know, having those conversations. So we started with communication. I just talked to him about what made him start his business. And it was his coach who helped him get his muscle and his fitness done, even though he couldn't move himself. And just the verbal communication and the physical conditioning allowed him to feel strong enough to really want to move forward and be an entrepreneur. And that was, that was crazy. And so we started with communication and now we've just built this relationship and it's built on trust. And I, I love that you shared that acronym because it really struck a chord with me going through something just like that. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for that real life example. And I, that was so true. And it's wonderful that uh, you were communicating and you asked him about his business before you even asked about his disability or even if you, and you didn't even ask, it sounds like it. And that's something that's so beautiful because so many times, like you said, people think that we as people with disabilities uh, doing the ordinary things are, are doing extraordinary things by going out and buying a gallon of milk at the grocery store. Um, one time I went to the grocery store and I just picked up a box of cream puffs because that's my uh, one, um, I think I have this weakness to ice cream and I went and got a box of cream puffs. That's all I went to the store for. I came through and, and I went through a self check out uh, cashier I was checking out myself. I have my car to my shoe and I pulled out my car to make this purchase. And a guy comes behind me because he's in line at the self checkout and he says, oh, I just want to let you know you are so brave. And I turned to him and said, why for buying cream puffs? Um, because I was actually being bad. But um, <laughs> it's funny how um, we're doing the normal things that we don't want to be celebrated for because that's just reinforcing that this is not normal. It's reinforcing that this is out of the ordinary for being out there living our normal life. Um, and, and that just makes us feel a little bit, it, 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 it's a little demeaning 
Um, so it, it's important to say, you know, you're brave for doing something like maybe someone is uh, pursuing um, a, a degree later in life. That can be inspirational, um, but not for going through the cash register uh, and making a purchase of ice cream. That's that's not something to be called brave for. <laughs> I love that. I love the share. You know, it's it just kind of taking off that tangent, one thing that you said was we are all doing things that are impactful and amazing every day. And over the course of the last 12 months, I think just being present, being involved in people's lives, even when we were disconnected or in our own homes um, and separated, being present is something that's incredible. And we don't give enough kudos for that. So kind of on the converse of that, you know, the flip side of the coin, I think people should thank each other for being friends and being around and being available because so many of us felt segmented and separated immediately last year. So I love that. And I love your voice. I love the inspiration. That is so uh, true about presence because that's something I have to constantly remind myself when I'm speaking on stage because a lot of times I like to go through my notes and everything um, in my head. And when you're on stage and you're in your head, you're not really being present so it's very hard for me to do and i'm sure a lot of speakers who have who are very much in feeling like they need to be in control they go through their memorized speech or they go through what's in their head is i need to accomplish this this and this but we forget and that's something i have to remind myself is presence in front of a large audience is more important than going through all the facts and figures of what i needed to say that day in my memorized one hour keynote speech being present with this audience, responding and taking the energy that they give me in response to a story that I may be telling them and um, and feeding into this uh, whole, like you were talking about the community and you know, community is important, is, is reacting and being present with each other. I'm, I'm just so thankful for this conversation today, Jessica. Everything that you shared, your story, your vision, your mission, it is impactful, it is, it is amazing. You are a great speaker. Um, this conversation felt so laid back and just open and welcoming. Thank you for being, you know, who you are. Uh, I want to be considerate of time. I know we're getting to the end of our hour here, but I, I'd love to kind of, you know, open it up to the the GoDaddy team here to ask any last minute questions or offer kudos. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any last minute comments for Jessica? I just have to echo a lot of what Adam said. I I always love these conversations, but there's something so. I also, I'm also someone who's like, I love speakers. I really do love, I love listening to TED Talks. I love listening. Like, it's always something that I always like kind of aspire to do or always wanted to do. Adam will tell you, I am <laughs> not very quick to shut up. Um, but I get, I, I, I'm so, I'm so blown away by, by just the way that you have presented a lot of the, the thoughts that you you you've had throughout this discussion like i feel like i feel like that might have been a poor, poor way to word it but even when you were giving that um uh the story about the checkout line and what the guy said to you i i couldn't help but but sit here and think about how how powerful it must be to be someone who knows right off the bat you know and obviously it took time but to know that 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 man's comment had absolutely nothing to do with you and had everything to do with him and his perception of what is easy, what is hard, what is impossible, you know, whatever that might be. And you've, you brought that same, that same positivity and that same open-mindedness towards every part of your conversation today. And it's really, really, truly inspired me to, to think more about 
when I'm faced with something, even if it's a small thing, you know, I'm not launching a business anytime soon, but if it's a small thing about putting myself out of my comfort zone, whether it's a very far out of my comfort zone or just a little bit, like really being able to change that mindset of mine and think about, you know what, this, this might be, I might think this is impossible for X, Y, Z reasons, but I need to get myself out of this. I need to get out of my own head and realize that I'm capable of doing this. I just have to break it down. Or I have to remind myself that, you know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Cause I'm, I've been in this mindset before where I go, okay, graduated college. Why am I not the best at what I do? Where, where is my, where is my talk show? What is this? And being able to really, really hone in on, it's about enjoying the journey. It's about enjoying the process. And it's about knowing that when those moments come up, those good moments, those bad moments, those uncomfortable moments where people don't know what to say or they don't know how to, how to speak around, around you or, or, or it's, it's, it's so encouraging to just know that that is a mindset that is accessible to so many people. And all we have to do is really apply ourselves and, and put that effort in. And I, I have to say, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of challenges ahead of me today, but I think I might set some up just to see how I confront them because I really am feeling very, um, uh, I don't think about things the way that you do very often. And I think I'm gonna work a lot harder to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is so powerful. Good luck. And I'm glad you're going to challenge yourself. That's I, yeah, it's really, really, it's really, this was a really great discussion. I feel like what so much of what was said can be applied to, to so many different parts of anyone's life, no matter what they're doing or who they're speaking to, being able to talk, be present in a situation, whatever, whoever you're talking to, recognize you're speaking to a person first, right? No matter what, no matter what it might be, if it's an age difference, if it's, you know, if it, whatever it might be, there's, there's just something so, you know, it's, it almost seems like we don't, you know, we shouldn't need to be reminded of this, but like, oh my gosh, we should get this reminder every single day that we are mm -hmm. always talking to people and no matter what's going on in their life, no matter what your perception of them might be, you have no idea until you ask until you have that conversation, until you get to know that person. And I, I, anyone who's watching this, anyone who is watching this is going to take something away from it. And that's really powerful, Jessica. That's really, really powerful. And I can only imagine what people feel like when they leave one of your speeches. I can only imagine. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for taking that powerful message away and bringing, breaking it down for us. That's so beautiful. I'm not as, uh, uh, fluent with words as uh, as Jonathan is, he's he's uh, he, he has a lot more to say than I do. But uh, something that you said, uh, you know, and, and Jonathan just mentioned about uh, those with disabilities and and still acknowledging that they're people. You know, I I am um, in my lifetime I've had a few a few uh, uh, I've I've had a bunch of different jobs, right? Uh, and um, a couple times I've I've had the opportunity to work with uh, adults with dis uh, developmental disabilities uh, and also children. And um, in particular, I, I worked for uh, an organization called United Cerebral Palsy. And uh, one of the, I can remember one of the times that was so uh, eye-opening for me in that uh, was, it was just the fact like what you've said, recognizing that these are people like, you know, and especially with those who are, have like really severe, uh, severely limiting physical uh, 
issues where they they can't maybe can't even look at you or they're they're just kind of in a in a position they can't really they don't have full uh, control of their their arms or their legs or any part of their body but they're still people you know they're still they are still in there and uh i think uh just like you said you know recognizing that that we're all just people and we all have uh all have our journey that we have to go on and maybe my and and Certainly my journey is going to be different than yours, but it's still a journey. And we all have uh, the one that we have in front of us and that's all we can really do. Yeah, that's true. That's wonderful. Yeah, our, our journeys are all very different, Jesse. I, I can align with that because I do not think I will be flying a plane anytime soon. It scares the living daylights out of me. <laughs> You'd be surprised you can do it, Adam. Um, it was my greatest fear too, but you can get over it. Just sit, sit in the cockpit. Don't think about it on the ground. If you sit in the airplane and you're in the air, air it'll be a totally different experience. <laughs> well, I might I might take myself up on that one day. <laughs> Jessica, thank you. Your, your conversation today has been so considerate. It's been so well-versed and it's just been so committed to community, right? Everything you're doing is, is embodying an impact for everyone. Whether you're coming from the walk of life where you're an entrepreneur or you're inspiring others the way that you were inspired to kind of challenge yourself or just challenging each other to treat each other as humans, right? That's what we have to do is treat each other as humans. So thank you for that. And I, I love it. Tell us where we can send people where they can connect with you. They can, they can align with you and they can book you because you're a fantastic speaker and you should definitely, definitely, definitely be booked up. Oh, well, thank you for that opportunity. I, I do have a website, jessicacox.com, and you can find out about my speaking and, and how to connect with me, with me there, as well as the nonprofit Right-Footed Foundation International. It's also on that website, and that's for anyone who has a limb difference and wants to reach out about a question, um, I'd be happy to connect there and, and find me on social media as well. And obviously LinkedIn and, and Facebook where I was doing some of the live videos. Um, and uh, my Facebook is JCMS official. Um, but I hope to connect with anyone and everyone who wants to and will keep this communication, keep the community of positivity and thinking outside the shoe and and i love this that that you gave me this wonderful opportunity to to be a part of your this amazing community at GoDaddy. i hope to continue to be a part of it and keep the conversation going because that's where it starts it starts with conversation about changing you know the world and our perceptions and like today in the last hour it's been a wonderful opportunity thank you so much thank you thank you for sharing your voice thank you for sharing your world and just being a part of our our lives you've impacted us already today so um i love it we're gonna get this all wrapped up we're gonna release it to the community members and we're gonna share it out so continue doing what you're doing you're an inspiration and thank you for again giving us your time today thank you adam jesse and jonathan nice to meet all of you thank you so much thank you so much Jesse. yes thank you, you. well have a great day today all right, bye guys you too bye, bye. everybody bye.